Let us recite our cosmotheist affirmation. There is but one reality. That reality is the whole. It is the creator, the self-created. I am of the whole. I am of the creator, of the self-created. My purpose is the Creator's purpose. My path is the path of the Creator's self-realization. My path is the path of divine consciousness. My destiny is Godhood. We are here to celebrate the birth of the man who first spoke those words 42 years ago, the man who brought into being this real-world, intentional white community, which he called, and we call, the land. The man who, 30 years ago, consecrated this very building to the cosmic purpose, symbolized by the life rune on its northern face. A man who will be remembered as a teacher, prophet, and the founder of the religion of the future, Dr. William Luther Pierce. William Pierce said of our work here and of our one purpose, quote, It is not just that we are working for ourselves instead of for strangers, which makes our work purposeful. Our community is a religious community, and our religion is one which requires us to relate each thing we do in our work or study or play to a single, all-important purpose. George Bernard Shaw described that single purpose as service of the life force in its quest to know itself. We sometimes speak of it in Nietzschean terms as preparing the way for higher man, and sometimes in more eschatological terms as advancing along the never-ending path of the Creator's self-realization. In any case, it has the effect of keeping us more conscious of why we do things, as well as influencing our choice of things to do. And everyone certainly must agree that any community from a tiny group like ours to a nation or an entire race, with a strong common sense of purpose, is a stronger and fitter community in a Darwinian sense, than a community lacking purpose." Close quote. Though we have but a single purpose, there are many paths which lead to it, and there are many ways to achieve an understanding of it. We are all familiar with the life cycle of the caterpillar, which becomes a butterfly, 
It emerges from its cocoon an unrecognizable, almost miraculously transformed creature. It's easy to see that the caterpillar is just a preliminary, temporary form of a quite different kind of being. So also, we can easily grasp the fact that the first lungfish which left the sea and struggled clumsily onto the land was but a preliminary, temporary form of the true amphibians which were to come. Darwin opened our minds to the fact that not only were these early amphibians but preliminary, temporary forms of the reptiles, birds, mammals, and other creatures to come, but that man himself was a result of the same process of eternal change and upward development. Nietzsche, Shaw, and Pierce took this idea even further. The law of eternal evolutionary change also applies to us. It not only explains our past, but our future as well. We ourselves are but a preliminary, temporary form of what is to come. Seen in the proper light, all life that exists and that has ever existed is but a preliminary, temporary form of what is to come. And our one purpose is to facilitate the upward evolution of which we are a part. Our race, or more accurately, a select part of our race, is the means by which nature will achieve its destiny, which we, at our current level of understanding, can best express as Godhood. When you plant seeds in our garden, Laura Lee, that is the purpose you are serving. When you cut the grass on the grounds of our community, Cindy, that is the purpose you are serving. When you help restore our buildings, Sean, that is the purpose you are serving. When you harvest the honey from our beehives and oversee all these tasks, David, that is the purpose you are serving. When you post an article to our websites, Vanessa, that is the purpose you are serving. When you send out a package of CDs to our supporters and customers, Svetlana, that is the purpose you are serving. When you stand up in public and proclaim our truth and purpose and take on the slings and arrows of our enemies, will, that is the purpose you are serving. When each of you, hearing my words, helps with an alliance project 
or donates money or time or spreads the word to others. That is the purpose you are serving. The one purpose. If we succeed in our one purpose, life will break the surly bonds of earth and our race will become the first interplanetary species, the first to be able to survive the inevitable death of our home planet and home star. If we succeed in our one purpose, our race will be able to direct its own evolution and leave far, far behind the primitives and the parasites that now threaten our very existence. If we succeed in our one purpose, we will fulfill nature's plan in ways that we cannot yet imagine. But I speculate that breaking the bonds of entropy and the inevitable inherent limitations of the universe, the universe itself, are not out of the question. 2,000 years ago, the Roman poet Ovid said, What is there harder than stone? And what is softer than water? Yet hard stones are hollowed out by soft and flowing water. Only persist and you will overcome. Ovid wrote these words in his book, The Art of Love, to encourage lovers to diligently pursue their loved ones and to never give up. Too many white people are blinded by the media's lies, by false ideas, and by false religion. They cannot see the threats to their own existence. Sometimes it seems like our race is locked in a trance, staring straight ahead and ignoring us, or lashing out at us as we warn them of the precipice ahead. It can be discouraging. Sometimes the voice of death itself whispers in our ears, urging us to stop striving. Give up. Give up. Relax. Death whispers. But we have learned the lesson of Ovid. We have learned the lesson of William Pierce. The lesson he taught us every day of his life. Never give up. The object of our transcendent love is the most exquisite, beautiful, creative, and godlike race on this planet. Our race. The race that holds the future of the universe in its hands. 
when we love our race, we love its past. We love our people as they are right now, with all their flaws and all their infinite potential. And we love above all else our race's future. This is a love that encompasses within it all the great loves that have ever been or ever will be. No love is greater than this. No value is higher. No cause is more deserving of our effort. Not only will we never give up, those who have been granted the view from the summit that Dr. Pierce gave us can never give up. When I think of William Pierce's lifetime of teaching and his great creative works, I think of what John Wesley Crockett, the son of Davy Crockett, said after his father died at the Alamo. Quote, he is gone from among us and is no more to be seen in the walks of men. But in his death, he slew more of his enemies than in all of life. Close quote. I will close our remembrance of this great man with the words of another essentially cosmotheist thinker, the poet John Hall Wheelock, who said in his poem, Earth, quote, For the earth that breeds the trees breeds cities, too, and symphonies. Equally her beauty flows into a savior or a rose. Through Leonardo's hand she seeks herself, and through Beethoven speaks. Even as the growing grass up from the soil religions pass, and all man is or yet may be is but herself in agony, toiling up the steep ascent toward the complete accomplishment when all dust shall be the whole universe, one conscious soul. Yea, the quiet and cool sod bears in her breast the dream of God. Close quote. We are going to win. Happy birthday, Dr. Pierce.